sort of like sort of like a sheep and a ghost. Ooh. Good morning. Welcome to Love Bass Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. If it's around nine o'clock, you got me. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween. First of all, let me uh pay homage uh to my my uh my brother who passed, who's today would have been his uh 50, 58th birthday, I think. 57th birthday. I think he was, I think he was a little a year a year older than my sister, I think. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> you get this age, it all blends in. But happy birthday um, to uh, Robert Lockhart Jr. Uh, in our house, we called him Precious. His name was Precious. One of the most beautiful babies you have ever seen in your entire life. People would note that to my mother, that that child was so very beautiful. Uh, but he uh, died sudden infant death syndrome. And uh, it was quite painful for my mother. It was painful for our whole family. And, uh, oh, no, I think he's a few years behind. I think he's a year behind my sister. So uh, I'm 59. My sister's uh, 57. And uh, well, my sister's 56. I'm 59. So he would have been 55, I believe. Um, but it was a, it was a very uh, stressful time. Um, uh, when my, my brother passed, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm talking about that he was born on Halloween. Uh, and yesterday was the anniversary, the 25th anniversary of my mother's passing. So, uh, you know, when I tell people October is very loaded for me, uh, it is very loaded. Lots of good things. That's why I tell people, you know, uh, sorrows and joys, sorrows and celebrations sit side by side. And my life is, 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 an amazing example of that, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, 15 years ago, I, I walked out of federal, federal, uh, Danbury federal prison camp, took my kids trick-or-treating the next day. I mean, just, it's just, 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 that's just what it was. Uh, so, you know, uh, I was married in October. Uh, my ex-husband's birthday is in October. My oldest daughter was adopted in October and, and that's all on October 19th. Like that's, <laughs> That's just one day, <laughs> you know, uh, my mother was born in October. She was born October 14th. My mother passed in October. So October is very, very, uh, I mean, lots of good things. Not just, it's not all sorrow and sadness. It's a great deal of celebration. So, so I know what I'm talking about when I tell you uh, joy and celebration and sadness and all those things exist side by side. And I think that's the great lesson that we, we, on one hand, we can celebrate on the next hand, we can mourn. So anyway, happy Halloween. Halloween is not my favorite holiday, but I'm not opposed to going to a good ass Halloween party in a costume because I've done it in my life. So I'm not opposed to that. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking I would be Maleficent this, this year. I really was. I, I saw some horns that I wanted you know, that whole headdress, whole head thing. And I was thinking, oh, I, I could be Maleficent. I mean, God knows I have enough black dresses, gowns even. So uh, that's what I'm, you know, I was thinking about that. I really was thinking about that. So uh, anyway, uh, happy Halloween. And I, I don't think kids trick or treat anymore, not particularly in New Haven. I think they go to stuff like, 
there's events that kids go to and 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 have a good time so so i don't i don't think anybody's going anywhere <laughs> i didn't buy any candy because i buy candy and it gets wasted and i I've, I've been in this apartment three years it's been three years so uh and i've not once had a kid trick-or-treat here so you know that's it so that's it that's it that's it that is it uh so i don't know i don't i don't have any plans for tonight i mean i i've got study group <laughs> that else that ain't gonna take itself <laughs> and i and um after this week people you're not going to see me because i have to buckle down so after i get through this week of galas into november as i get through this week of galas and events yeah it's going to be shut all the way down because uh I, I won't be able to, uh, I can't keep this pace and uh, I don't, I don't want to keep this pace. So I'm going to give it up. <laughs> oh, wait, well, I've got some galas to go to. So first two weeks of November, galas. <laughs> and then I'll spend the rest of the time studying, you know, so I've got stuff to do. Plus I got board commitments. So uh, all that kind of stuff. I, what I'm saying is I won't be keeping late hours. That's that's the point that I'm making. So had a good weekend this weekend. It was a great weekend. Let me tell you, uh, Dulio was on the ones and twos at the Cannon. And uh, it was fun. You know, the Cannon is over there on Dwight and uh, uh, Chapel, right across the street from Curvin, Count, Curvin Council's uh, funeral parlor. So it used to be a dry cleaners. But anyway, they turned it into an English pub that's vegetarian and vegan. And the food is really good. So we were there uh, after we were at uh, uh, Chris's, uh, uh, Lauren's husband, Chris's talk, he's an artist. So we were at his talk um, that he was uh, in conversation with Miko Whedon, who is, you know, an international curator of art. Um, and so they came with the baby, you got to hold the baby. That baby is the cutest, roundest baby, the cutest, roundest baby ever. I could just eat that baby. So uh, so we, Eva and I just commanded the baby. We took the baby like aunties would do. Um, and they had a conversation about art and history and culture and blah, blah, blah. And it was great. And people showed up to the space at the bookstore, Possible Future. So it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful gathering of folks. Um, and then afterwards, we needed to get some food because, you know, hungry. So we, we went over to Cannon where they were spinning music and uh, uh, and so we ate, we ate, we ate. It was good, really, really good. I enjoyed it very, very much. And then we hung out there for a bit, and then we then we took our asses home. <laughs> That's just what it was. So um, um, so Friday, uh, fr well Friday, <coughs> we were at Bloom. <coughs> Let me start my weekend off right. Uh, Bloom had kickoff for the open source weekend. So we were all up there and that was wonderful. Uh, the artwork on the walls just looked beautiful in the lounge. <coughs> and then we uh, smoked cigars and drank some scotch and good bourbon, courtesy of uh, Ruby Melton. And high five to Ruby Melton, adding her name to the annals <laughs> of philanthropy 
$300,000 gift to Gateway. Badass. Badass, badass. High five, Ruby. High five. That's what you do when you live in community. You do what you can. And that that is a wonderful, uh, a wonderful gift. I just love that I know her. <laughs> you know, because I know her heart. And I know what she is committed to. And it's a beautiful thing to have friends who can make those kinds of contributions. I, I just, I'm just, I'm just impressed. Do you know what I mean? Like she could do anything with her money, anything. She could move to a whole other country. They could live somewhere else, but she chooses to be in community here and support. And she supports not just with money. She actually supports with time. So, you know, and she's, she's retired and she's a retired attorney. Her wife is about to, about, about to be a retired scientist. Um, and they just, but they are in community in ways that is a good example for all of us to be in community. Like you don't have to go, you don't have to be retired and then sit at home in the Barker lounge. That you could do some stuff, use your talents um, for the uplift and the betterment of community. So high five, Ruby Melton, $300,000 contribution to uh, Gateway Community College. And that, I think that's a beautiful thing. So, uh, so anyway, uh, we were all at Bloom hanging out. And then bloom after hours for cigars and um, libations. And then Saturday, uh, I went to the Black Expo. Uh, and that was really, really good. I enjoyed the Black Expo very, very much. I got to see my trainer, Robert Fulton. He looks good. Have y'all seen Robert Fulton? I mean, he, he is already a good looking man. Hands down, a good looking man. But he dropped weight, more weight, which I don't, I don't, I don't understand that because he was already fine, but he became finer. So, uh, and I don't even know if finer is the right word. He just looks amazing. So if you if you follow me on Facebook, you see the pictures. Um, so anyway, I got to see him because I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen him for a minute. He came to see me um, last year when I was uh, recovering. Um, and, uh, and he just always has my back. He's just one, he's one of the best men I know. He's just a great guy. A great guy. He's a hell of a, a trainer, though. <laughs> he don't pull no punches with that. <laughs> but he's a great guy, and I love him to the moon. So anyway, I hung out over there. Uh, Dr. Shaka Felder, who was a trainer, too, but uh, runs Higher Heights, uh, was next to him. So I got to see her. And then I walked around, saw a lot of people, got to sit in on the... Uh, the, the, the Black Women's Health Disparity Conversation with uh, Deborah, with the Desires, <laughs> Deborah and her husband, uh, and then with uh, Camelia Lawrence, who was on my show uh, Friday, breast cancer, sur uh, breast surgeon. Um, uh, 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 the woman that I serve on the board with uh, Planned Parenthood board. So it was all the health, all the health people, you know, all the high, high level health people. But the conversation was rich. It was such a good panel. So I, 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 I sat through that. Uh, and then I walked around, ran into my sorrows because we had a booth, um, took a lot of pictures. It was great. I did not stay for the SWV concert or Carl Thomas concert because I was just like, I was there for a few hours because I had, I had law school stuff, um, at Yale Access to Law School Academy from nine to 12. And I got there late. I got there late because the night before bourbon and cigars um so <laughs> that's what i'm telling you i gotta i gotta cut this all out 
so I could be ready for this LSAT next June. Because June will be here before you know it. And I, and, and I want to do well. Um, so, so I left, um, uh, uh, I left the uh, expo, ran over to Possible Futures and hung out there for the afternoon, um, getting ready for the talk with Chris and Nico uh, about art and history. And then we went to Canon. That was Saturday night. That was a full, 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 full weekend. And then yesterday, I hung out on the porch for a minute because it was beautiful. I was going to go over to see Susan Clinard because I, I dig her and I love her art. Uh, but the day was so the day was so gorgeous. I sat on the porch and poured a glass of wine. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to get over there. I'm not going to get over there. Um, and, and so what, what I ended up doing was sitting on the porch and then ran over to uh, celebrate Mrs. Thomas. Um, Jackie Buster's mom turns 90 on Wednesday. So they had a little party for her um, at, at the house. And it was really, really nice. It was really, really, she's 90. Uh, so we were friends together. Uh oh, I think it's time for uh, Word on the Street. Is it time for Word on the Street? I love Word on the Street, especially on a Monday. Hi, Paul. Good morning. Paul's bringing us word. It's a beautiful day. Unmute yourself. I'm good. Oh, I'm, I'm muted. Okay. Nope, you're good. I hear you. Okay. I'm at Dynamic Auto on Whaley Babs. I don't even know I'm where with, that is. <laughs> that's right. That's right next to the jail. Okay. And, and I'm with Alfonso, who is uh, came all the way from Farron Avenue to look for a truck. Good morning, Alfonso. What's the word on the street today? Um. Yeah, yeah, talk tell her. Um, need um, like um, Chevy or um, F one fifty. So the word on the street is Chevy. You're looking for a truck. Yeah, I'm looking for a truck. Ah. Now you came, you came from Farron Avenue all the way across town. Farron Avenue. Is there no place on that side of town to find a truck? Why did you come here? Um, well, I'm looking for um. Something like in a between three to five hundred, and um, just shopping around. So this is not the first place you went. Um, no. Where'd you go first? Me, me go to West Haven. West Haven. For the price was too, too high. You said you're looking for three hundred dollars to five hundred dollars. No, like three, three thousand five hundred. Oh, okay, so, thirty five hundred. Yeah, okay. Three thousand five hundred. And why do you need a new truck? Um, I, I need something to work. And what kind of work do you do? Well, um, I don't me, me really don't work anymore, but um, I me, me want to um, clean basement and um, do painting, me do painting, me do sheetrock. So you want to do clean basements, do yeah, painting, yeah, yeah. sheetrock? Move garbage. Move garbage. So you're, yeah, looking, yeah. you're looking basically for some jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what, do you need a job? Do you have a job? Do you need the truck to get a job? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do my own little thing. I don't really want to work with anybody. I want to um, have my own access. Anytime I feel like to get up, I get up. I don't have to come out every month. So you're looking to be Alfonso on his own? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Not Alfonso yeah. working for somebody else? No, 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 no. <laughs> Did you used to work for someone else? Well, um, 
well, if the person can um, like him have something to do and uh, me charge him mm -hmm. and he accept that price. Me, me work like that. How, how old are you, Alfonso? 63. I'm 62. Mm. We're, we're pretty close there. And um, what did you do most of your life to make money? Um, well, I was um, in the construction. You've been in construction? For 17 years. 17 years of construction? Yeah, 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 yeah. And did you stop because you felt like retirement? Or? Um, no, not really. But um, I was paying my union dues. Um, two years, we don't get any work. So everything, and I never have any money. And so you have to take an early retirement. Oh, you took an early retirement. I took an early retirement and everything. 61 and a half, I went me. 62, I start to get uh, my money. You got a pension? Yes. And you live on fan. Where are you from originally? Yeah, I live Jamaica. Off, I live off, right? What'd you, what'd you say, Babs? Jamaica. <laughs> you from Jamaica originally? Yeah, I'm from Jamaica. When, okay, mm. Babs knew. Babs, a lot of friends. When did you come here from Jamaica? The opportunity. What year? Um, 1995, so you retired, but you want to keep working when you feel like it. Yes, yes, yes. So you need that yes. truck. Yeah, we need that truck. Yeah. Can you get a good truck for $3,500? That's well, kind of low. If, if it is something, um, where the money, mm -hmm. like four thousand, I would be a four thousand. So you're already up to 4,000. You haven't seen it yet. No, but I really <laughs> get that money yet. Um, they have um, probably three, five right now. And would you ever think of just retiring or do you need to work um, to keep busy? No, not really. What was retirement was going, like? Was going he is Jamaican. Five. Jamaicans do not retire. <laughs> he said Jamaicans do not retire. Yeah, me, me, me was going to 65, but... Uh, I couldn't take the pressure. We don't have any money for independence. So, uh -huh. me retire. I know I'm independent. Uh, when I'm at work, yes, I know. We have two checks coming every month. So, you know, I don't want to push around like that. I'm independent. Now, Fonzo, you said you went to West Haven this morning or yesterday? Um, Looking week, for this truck last, last week. week. Is this um, your second stop? Yeah, I see some nice stuff over there. Like I have um, one of me like $5,800. Too high. Yes, it's high and it's about 160,000 miles. Spanish. It's too high for that, that amount of money. Uh -huh. um, if you um, could have uh, gone shit and say four or five, maybe I go for four or five for that amount of miles when I have up there. Uh -huh. And um, a guy have a, S, um, a V8 Toyota with four tons of Westchester. So. But you mentioned Ford. Why Ford? No, I mean, I really like Ford. Ben was have a Ford, um, Ford Ranger. Uh -huh. um, but, and what do you like about the Ford Ranger? Um, the Ford Ranger, it um, was have a water radiator leak. And, the engine get jam on me, so I couldn't. It was a nice job. So let me ask you something else about what's retirement like. Right. Yeah. What's your What's your typical day like? Like, what are you going to do today after you look at the truck? Well, I don't know, but I'm um, just walking around. I take the bus from 
Sharing Avenue, come over here. Oh, you took the bus there? I take a bus, I take one bus here, go downtown, and then I take um, an next one, go straight to where I live. Uh huh. And do you still do you live alone now, or do you live with other people? Well, um, we have our steps on where we live with right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for the five year old, and I'm with 39 year old. So I have a place, I buy a place, and we get a place together. Oh, you want to move from Farron? Um, no, that's, that's, me, um, that's my destiny place right now. Okay, and what do you do for okay. fun? What do you do for fun, Alfonso? Well, I do um, a lot of things. You know. I know for a lot of things. I do, I do landscaping, too. Mm-hmm. If you need to have um, flowers to get out, I'll get out all of those things. So you like to work? I have all the tools in my yard. You have tools in your yard? Yeah, I spray it, too. I spray all this stuff. You like working? Yeah, me like working. Why yeah. is that? Some yeah, people say uh, some like people it. say enough work. I don't like working. Why yeah, you like they, working? Yeah, they, they like working now. I don't want nobody pass me anymore. Uh-huh. You know, I have to allow that to make anybody pass me. I want to be my own boss. Let me work two hours. And I feel like go home. I work two hours and go home. Uh-huh. I don't like the pushing. I push already. I push to make independent already. Uh-huh. So I want to just live. I'm independent now because I'm not young anymore. That's right, great. mommy? Yes. You agree? You don't agree? I agree. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I you like that dog, though. Do you like that dog? Do you go to church? Do you have a Excuse church? Me, do you Does he have church? a church? Well, well, you know, I don't really go to church, but um, really, um, my mom is a really true Christian, um, and my mom passed now and everything, and my dad, so mm-hmm. um, know um, I truly live in God, you know, I believe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I really I have do. a strong belief too, because what, what, what me coming from, um, I'm believing that really true living God, and I'm standing up here talking. If that's the man who I believe made me be alive 63 years, so I thank him and appreciate um, and everything what him do for me. How about food? You got a favorite food? Huh? Cut it go. You have a favorite food? <laughs> um, well, um, I don't eat pork, you know. Are you, why is that? This is Jamaican. Pork, um, and pork, um, well, to be honest, God shed him blood on, on this earth. And um, it cleans everything. But do you eat any meat? No, I eat like just chicken and um, collard green and um, vegetable. I'm vegetarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but you that's eat good. Yeah. That's good. Because the meat, um, the meat mash up the whole of your body mm-hmm. and things like that, you know. So. And any any advice before we go? You give to other people younger than you are coming well, up in construction. Well, right now, to my age, on me look like this and. Well, um, between God and man, I want to live a hundred and a half years okay. and everything. Because when you're good, it makes it keep you a long time. But if, when you're doing good, it punish you. You know, because me, me, come, me, me can't save the world, but um, if me could have saved the world still, you know, and um, it have to make um, some people go back and go born again. Mm-hmm really born and see what the life is. We really stand up on this earth and 
do the right thing. A lot of people now do the right thing right now. We're killing ourselves with all different kind of jobs before we are ready for we and everything. Because they don't smoke, you know. Party ideas, I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. I like my beer. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I like my beer, and no one then may take a beer. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Drinking don't do you anything. It's left to how you do it. Mm-hmm. It's left to how you do everything. Everybody do something. But left to how you do it, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't do it where you have pay, you feel pain after. Mm-hmm. You know? Because pain kills you. Yeah. Fabs, mm-hmm. did you have any more questions for Alfonso? No! Uh, it was lovely to meet you. Wait, wait, well, where did you Well, you well um, right now, if you guys can um, sign up some people and lend me some money, I will pay back. All right, all right. <laughs> Fabs, this is Alfonso. I, I, will pay, I will pay back because you know, once you have a good heart with God and everything, you will pay back, you know. If people don't have any heart, it's, it's worth struggling right now. All right. You know? Well, me, me really struggling right now to get the money to um, be really independent and um, me don't have to take the bus, me don't have to, um, uh, right now I don't have to anybody for anything. You don't have a car, right? No, me don't have a car right now. All right, Babs, this is the lo- this is a word on the street from Whaley Avenue, correspondent sign off on Love Babs, Love Talk with Alfonso. Hope you have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Right. Have a nice time. You too. Oh, that's a great way to start my day. Word on the street with a lovely Mr. Alphonse from Jamaica who lives here looking for a truck. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. It is Monday and I feel all of it for Monday. It's Halloween. So I don't know what people are getting into. Ghosts, goblins, ghouls, trick or treat parties. There was a party last night. The Knickerbocker. Uh, I didn't make that. I rarely go to a Halloween party unless, I mean, it's really got to grab my attention and make me want to go. Um, but listen, I've gone to some good Halloween parties in my day. So thanks, Paul, for the word on the street this morning. That was nice. I love word on the street. I'm gonna tell anybody, everybody. Word on the street is a lovely slice of what is happening in New Haven. This is how you get to know people. And uh, and I wouldn't know Mr. Alphonse if, if, if Paul didn't talk to him this morning. And I'll look for him on these streets now. I'm just making friends, taking numbers. <laughs> making friends, taking numbers. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so word on the street, people. Word on the street. So... Uh, if you want to know what's going on in New Haven, check out the New Haven, uh, the Greater New Haven Arts Council, or the Arts Council of Greater New Haven. We have a calendar um, that can give you a good sense of what is going on in the city. And, uh, and I think I'm, a, I'm going to uh, inspire the Arts Council to uh, amp up, uh, amp up, amping up the, the calendar, just so that, you know, so that we can talk about it to people more often. Like, hey, you want to know what's going on in the city? Because I, I get this all the time. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? And, and I was thinking about this as I was getting up this morning. I was like, because I had a conversation last night at, uh, at uh, Jack Buster's house. And people were like, oh, I didn't know this was happening. I didn't know this was happening. And I, and I think it's because um, you're not going to get all the information if you don't follow 
all these kinds of things. Like if you want to know what's going on in the Schubert, the Schubert has a mailing list. If you have email, get on their mailing list and they will tell you everything that is happening at the Schubert. If you want to know something about the Long Wharf Theater, get on the Long Wharf Theater mailing list, you know, uh, so that you'll know what is happening. If you want to know what's going on at Gigantic Studios, get on the Gigantic Studios mailing list. If you, want, if you have a restaurant that you dig, your restaurant has a mailing list. All these places have mailing lists that you can get on if you, if you, if, so that you can stay in touch. Otherwise, there's no one entity that's going to give you all the happenings. I mean, it's just, it's just not going to work that way. Like there's no register of every doctor in New Haven. There's registers of doctors, but it's going to miss some doctors. Do you know that? See what I'm saying? That's my point. My point is um, you've got to go to the things that you like to go to and sign up for those mailing lists. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not going to know what's going on at Webster Bank unless you bank at Webster Bank. That's it. <laughs> that's that's just how this works. So I, you know, people, and I think people don't know what to say when they miss out on information, when they miss out on the happenings, and they miss out on the happenings because that's not how your life is set up. Set your life up in such a way that if you want to know what is happening, that you go and join all the lists of things that are happening. Simple as that. There's no one entity that's going to give you all that information. And I, I, I really just annoyed with people with this. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what you know about the things that you care about. So if you care about arts, then get on some arts mailing list. If you care about some other thing, then you get on that list. Everybody has a mailing list. Swear to God, when you, when you go online and look at all the things that you surf through, like you stop on a store or you stop on a thing, you know what pops up? Contact information. It just pops up. Hey, put your information in and we'll, we'll keep you informed of what we're doing over here. Everything has that. Everything, foundations, organizations, clubs, sports, music. You know, you could follow an individual artist if you sign up for their newsletter. Cooking, you want to follow a particular chef? There's an app for that. So I, I need people to be more proactive and stop deflecting the blame of not knowing on the entities that you, you, that you say you want to know something about, but yet you don't follow, you know, you don't follow, you just don't follow. So if you follow, then you will be on top of it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, good people. That's all I'm saying. So I need people to be, be proactive about their entertainment or the things that they care about. You know, I know these things because I, these are the things that I care about. I, 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 it's, it's, simple, it's, it's just that simple. These are the things that I care about. And so, uh, 
And sometimes there are things that get by me all the time. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> like, why did somebody tell me? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I need to check my email for that. Am I, am I on that email list? I am. I mean, I, I, have, a, I have a bunch of email. Like, I have a lot of email. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven email addresses. Seven. And of the seven, six are I can access from my phone. The other one, my inner city one, is at my office because that holds way too much. So right now, on the six emails that I have, I have 254,665 emails. <laughs> Two hundred fifty-four thousand six hundred and sixty-five emails across six uh, email addresses. Across six, across six, and uh, and that's a lot. I know it's a lot. You know it's a lot. It's a lot. So I get information left and right. Now when I go to my office, uh, uh, when I go to my office. That'd be a whole other 25,000 emails, you know. I didn't, I didn't get over to the, um, um, to the uh, open source here in Newhallville um, when they were over at the uh, learning corridor. I didn't get a chance to get over there because when it was happening, I had to be in the, the you know, access to law school program. And when I got out, I went straight to the Black Expo. I mean, there's just some things you, listen, some things I'm just not going to make. That's just what it is. And that's just how it goes. And even though this is my neighborhood, uh, I, I just missed out on it. I just Time and circumstance just was not in my favor to, to swing through and get over here and walk through. But it looked like a, a success because Brian Slatery came through and uh, did a wonderful piece on it. And I'm so glad. And I know people came through and they missed it because people were like, they missed it. Well, I mean, it's not all, it wasn't an all day thing. I mean, it's not, it's not until dark, right? Like it's not, it's not dawn to dusk. It's a finite time. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but they were there and uh, there was stuff going on. And if you missed it, you missed it. And I'm so sorry that people missed it. And I know people were trying to, uh, I know people were trying to, to get over to the New Hallville because I met, uh, uh, I saw Harry uh, Howard at the, uh, the artist Howard at the, uh, at the talk at Possible Futures. Um, so yeah, um, there was a bunch of hit and run accidents weekend that killed like three people. And, you know, that damn boulevard, you know what? I, I would not be averse to seeing like every two uh, roadblocks because that boulevard is just treacherous. And I, I don't know if people, I don't know if people just feel like it's a stretch where they could just fly through it. Do you know what I mean? Like they just think, oh, this is my opportunity to like step on the gas or just, but I, something has got to be done, right? Just something has to be done. Uh, a 60, 68-year-old New Havener. I'm on the New Haven Independence site, so y'all want to follow along. 
<laughs> a 60-year-old New Haven named uh, Damaso Rosario Luna was struck and killed by a car on Ellagrassa Boulevard Saturday night. It's, it, it really is a terrible place to walk. It's very wide. The lights are janky and people speed through there. And I think they have to figure out a way to curb that speeding and to make it more pedestrian friendly. Now, there are walk signs there. But if you've got these asshole drivers who just think, oh, I'm going to do what I want to do and drive how I want to drive. You know, I mean, they killed somebody. Right. And I don't know anybody who jumps in their car and is like, oh, today I'm just going to go kill somebody. But I think I think. I think there's something to be said about people who speed that way in cities, in residential spaces, in any space, any space. You shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and it was around 9.52 uh, Saturday night. And uh, El Grasso Boulevard and Plymouth Street. I'm like, come on. That is terrible. I hope they catch that person. And... Uh, I know there's cameras everywhere. So somebody, somebody, somebody saw it. Somebody saw it. Or maybe the person that hit them would do the right thing and turn themselves in. I feel like if you hit somebody like that, you, you, if you bad enough to hit, run over somebody, you bad enough to like, I did it. They're going to get you and it's going to be worse for you running and hiding. That's just terrible, 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 terrible. So Brazil has ousted President uh, yeah, Bolsonaro. Far right. I hope that's a good sign. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's a good sign. I hope that'll spill over here. Because I'll I, I tell you what, the elections are when? Uh, the elections here are November uh, 8th. I'm looking forward to November 9th when all these ridiculous ads stop, when they all stop, when they all stop. I'm so sick of these anti-Johanna Hain ads. I, I, you know, white people, y'all are, are just doing yourselves in, but that's all right, do yourself in. I, I hope she can pull it out. I really, I really do. Cause you need somebody like her in those halls of Congress because what what is what what these what these Republicans are trying to do is unconscionable, and uh, and I'm still holding uh, Mr. Pelosi uh, in 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 our in our prayers uh, because he did not deserve that, and uh, no one deserves that. And and your home should be where you are your most safest. Uh, and so I don't know if you can ever get over. Uh, being attacked in your own home in an invasion uh, by a terrorist, because that's really what that is. That's just terrorism um, and an assault on your person. So um, I hope Mr. Pelosi pulls through. I mean, he's 82 years old, you know, but he hung in there, though. He's like, what you're not going to do. <laughs> he, he threw some joints, too. <laughs> He's like, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to just let you outright kill me. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> he, hung, he hung in there. He hung in there. He swung. He swung a hammer, too. I ain't mad at him. I know in those moments, I was like, I know he's like, I wish I had a damn gun. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so he threw some joints. I ain't mad at you, Mr. Pelosi. Fight. Like, listen, don't let the 82 fool you. So uh I I he's on the men, and I, I hope he has a, a a speedy and safe recovery, a full recovery, so he can get back to his life. Cause gosh, this is you know, protesting should not be dangerous. It should not, this political, this this political climate right now is very dangerous. And I, I'm so sick of people saying it's on both sides. It is not. And y'all know it's not on both sides. It is not on both sides. I don't know no Democrat who's going to fight nobody. I've not seen it. And I've been a Democrat for a very long time. I've not seen no Democrats march on nobody's house. I've not seen it, you know. But these, 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 these uh, white right-wing terrorists, and they are terrorists, um, they, they, they think, but this, is, but this is what white men do though, right? This is white men's stuff. This is the white man's playbook. You know, they like, they like that colonizer. I'm a, I'm a conquer you by any means necessary. I'm going to kill you and pillage you and, you know, ransack you, all this other kind of stuff. That's just white folks. Not all y'all. Y'all know y'all. Y'all know the ones who are doing it. And I ain't saying all white people. I'm just saying. I, I just don't see that in the, in the, in the, in my community. I just don't see it. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't think Dick Blumenthal gonna roll up on nobody like that. <laughs> I know, I know Chris Murphy ain't. He'll walk you to death, but he's not gonna roll up on you. <laughs> these these Republicans want to talk slick and get in your face, but they know the ones whose face to get into. They know they 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 not stupid. <laughs> they play stupid, but they not stupid because they know they're not gonna run up in nobody's neighborhood and do none of that mess that they spouse they talk all that mess on their morning shows but they're not in nobody's space nobody because they know better and early voting tends to favor democrats so i i, I hope they put it on them in georgia arizona uh wisconsin kentucky i hope they i hope they i hope these democrats put it on them and 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 beat back that trump foolishness He's a monster. He is an absolute dummy head monster. A monster. And he's stupid. Stupid in a very cunning way. Monster. Monster. So anyway, that's just my that's my thoughts. <laughs> the views of Babs Rose Ivy do not reflect the views of WNHH. <laughs> Uh, in the New York Times today, or yesterday, New York to pay $26 million to the men wrongly convicted of killing Malcolm X. You know, Malcolm X, whomever, whatever, whoever. When I see these stories about people who served time for crimes they did not commit, I'm always wondering... Where are the people who actually committed these crimes? So for however long these people serve time, those criminals are out there free. And I don't understand any police department that does not want to get to the truth and to the real perpetrators of crimes. I, I just, for the life of me, if I'm a cop, I would not rest until I got the actual people. 
I would not want to jam somebody else up just to get a case off my desk or to calm uh, the public. Or I, I don't know what the thinking is. I don't know. Maybe I got to read a crime story. Like I, maybe I got to read some psych, psychology books on this. On this, because I don't, I don't understand. If I'm a cop, why wouldn't I be out there looking for the people who actually did this? Why would I want to jam up innocent people? Like, what would I get out of that? So I could close this case. Oh, he did it. Plant evidence, the whole nine. I'm like, what kind of policing is that? And and how do you live with yourself as a cop, knowing that you falsely accuse somebody and you created evidence to support to support that lie I, I just I just don't I don't get that so somebody goes to jail for so many years that they did not commit a crime and I gotta tell you municipalities I, do you really want to be paying out these large sums of money for for some sloppy police work or deliberately sloppy police work. I don't get it. Make it make sense. <laughs> Help me understand. Maybe I can understand because I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get it. So <sighs> I don't get it. I do not get it. So anyway. But if you can get the money, get the money. I, I don't think $26 million is gonna is gonna um give you back the years, but it'll 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 make your life a little bit better. It can't give you back the years you lost, but it can make your life a little bit better. And then I would get the hell out of wherever it was that did this to me and I'd move and take my money with me, send my checks to the new address. <laughs> There's another piece in the New Haven Independent. Uh, uh, Zelensky urges Ukrainian Yalies to help rebuild. I like that. I like that. Come on back home. Come on back home and let's rebuild our country after we get rid of the Russians. <laughs> Are the Russians still messing with them? <laughs> Somebody go tap Putin. Listen, your little war, whatever this is, whatever you think you're doing, it's been six months now. You're not going to take these people. So go ahead on back into your country and, and get on your feet and feed people and all this other kind of stuff. I'm just saying, because this is not working. And, and stop threatening people with nuclear weapons. You're not going to use nuclear weapons. Because if you do, guess what happens? The blowback, the blowback will harm your people. I, I don't get these dictators. If I'm a dictator... I want the best country, the best people. I want people to, I want my country to be a model of what a dictator could look like. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to call myself a dictator, I want to be at the highest level of that. And I want to be good. I don't want to be a dictator, dictator like these fools grind their people into the ground. Like they just grind their people into the ground. They don't care. They kill them. They, they you know, they just, I, I don't get that. When you, if I'm a dictator, I want my country to be extraordinary. I want my people to be well-fed. I want them to be well-read. I want them to have all the technology. I want them to have all the best schools. I want all the things for my people. That's what I would want if I'm the dictator. I dictate that we're going to be the best. You can say whatever you want to say. You can do what you want to do. Let's make this a better country to be the motto of the world. But they don't do that. They grind their people into the ground. They treat them like trash. 
And I'm thinking, why? Why would you want that? I don't get it. So anyway, <sighs> let me get on with my life. <laughs> let me just get on with my life. I got a lot of opinions. Yes, I do. Uh, I don't have any guests today. I don't have a guest at 10.15. I try not to have guests on Monday because all the glitches happen on Monday. <laughs> you know, I've had, like last week, we had guests all week. We had guests every day last week, sometimes twice, sometimes two guests, uh, like one at nine and one at 10. So we have guests. I mean, we, I'll, I'll have some guests at the end of the week. Um, so uh, I've got to... Uh, I've got to just check my 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 schedule, so I'm ex. Um, I'll we'll have we'll have we'll have guests, so we'll see how it all goes. Oh, I I don't I don't I don't uh. I don't want to hear nothing about Kanye West. Let me tell. This is all I'm gonna say about Kanye West. He's ours. He belongs to us. That's it. <laughs> yes, the the Atlantic says by embracing anti-Semitism. He has become the author of his own demise. Well, that's on him. We all, we all hold the keys to our destiny. We all hold the sails to our destiny. And so this is where he's sailing his ship. This is where he sail it. But at the end of the day, he, I'm, I'm, he, he is ours and that's it. So, oh, I'm off at the end of the week. Oh, I'm not here Thursday and Friday. That's right. Oh my God, time is <laughs> Thanks, Harry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here Thursday and Friday uh, because one, I'm, I'm at the uh, Divinity School on Thursday for the day, all day. And uh, whew, I'm at the Divinity School all day. And then, um, and then Friday, I'm at uh, Trinity College. Uh, in Hartford for the uh, Art and Justice Symposium, which I'm excited about. This is going to be a heavy packed weekend, right? So I'm there Friday. I come back late Friday night because I'm going to have dinner with the folks. So I'll get home about nine, 10 o'clock. So I'm going to have dinner with, with, the, with the folks at the end. Uh, and then uh, Saturday, New Haven's Finest at the Schubert, it's like four o'clock or so. Well, the young people, you know, I had them on last week. The young people take the stage at the Schubert and show out and show off their artistry. So that's going to be exciting. And then, uh, then I run across the courtyard to the Lynx Gala. Uh, I'm not going to stay for that all night, though. I'm going to put in appearance, hang out a little bit, and then I'm going to dip because oh, that's a lot. And then Sunday is... Uh, my sorrow, Joy Donaldson's 75th birthday. So I think I'm going to try to slide over to West Haven and uh, join the festivities. I think that's what I'm going to try to do. And, uh, and then that's it. That's a lot. I have a lot to do. There's so much to be done. So much to be done. But guess what? I'm doing it. Daylight saving time ends uh, next Sunday. Um, so, uh, fall back, right? Fall back. And then in the spring, spring ahead. And I think when they spring ahead, 
we're not springing or falling back anymore. It'll be what it is. <laughs> I think we're doing away with daylight savings time. So interesting. See how long that lasts. You know, because I think daylight saving time came out of the 70s, right? Because of the gas shortage. Uh, I believe that's what it was. Uh, I was a child, so I have to remember. So, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> so when you're out and about in these streets today, just be mindful of little kids and their costumes. I don't know if schools still do Halloween parades. Like my kids had a Halloween parade at their school. Like they take a walk around the block <laughs> in their costumes. And, you know, you could come like on lunch break or something. You could come, come on your lunch break and watch them parade through the neighborhood um, in their costumes. Uh, and it was so cute, sweet, cute, cute, cute. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if they still do that. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, if they, they do that. So, uh, but I hope if they are doing it, I hope I catch some of it because that's a cute thing. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to have the call letters. I don't, are we still running PSAs? <laughs> I mean, it's, we're still in a pandemic, believe it or not. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there you go, Harry, the uh, call letters. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
eating up in jumpsuit. Oh, good morning. Welcome back to Love Baths Love Talk. <laughs> I, I don't know where I thought it was. I didn't see the time. Woo, welcome back. Welcome back to the second hour of Love Baths Love Talk. I don't have a guest today. It's just me and you. Just me and you. Happy Halloween. I did. I just uh, was checking out my Facebook page and I just saw uh, a Halloween parade. I was so excited because I, I was hoping to see one. I don't have little kids at the house anymore. So so I don't I don't get to have that dress up kids or go see kids at a, a thing. And, you know, I don't feel right just like driving around the neighborhood looking for <laughs> a Halloween parade. Like that's kind of creepy. But but people did post up because I have friends who have little kids and they posted up some of their pictures. And it was so cute. All the little I don't even I don't know what the prevailing um. I don't know what the prevailing costume is this year. Like, I don't know what, what, like, what are people this year? You know, what, what do they want to be? Uh, you know, what, what's the, what's the dealio? Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but I see the little kids, I see the little kids and they're so cute and they've got on their little costumes and uh, all the things uh yes so uh oh jack and jack jack and jill kids are having a uh oops never mind i'm not gonna look at that um oh i see i see little kids dressed up as a uh, wonder woman oh people are posting their little kids dressed up as stuff and, they, and they're <laughs> they're posting their pictures over the years like you know, they show their kids when they were little, little, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of nice. Kind of, kind of nice. Um, I want to hear people's thoughts on the uh, on the Black Expo. I heard the education conversation was really good yesterday. And I think Kalila uh, was the moderator for that. I think. I, I, I knew I couldn't get over there, but I think. I, I heard that it was a really, really good conversation. So um i know karen walton was on that okay what is um i see jonathan berryman in a cape and a pimp hat i don't i'm just trying to in a, in a <laughs> i i don't i'm gonna have to ask him about uh what is this costume <laughs> i don't want i don't want to take a guess <laughs> it looks pimpish but i it could be Count Dracula for all I know. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um I'm not going to uh speculate. Oh, happy birthday to my friend Adrian Lynn, who lives in uh Switzerland. Where does she live? She lives somewhere. <laughs> she lives somewhere in somewhere in the in Scandinavia. <laughs> Uh, but she turned 60. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. When I when I go to Europe next year, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see her because she's still salty that I was in Paris. It didn't come over to uh Scandinavia, wherever the hell she lives, uh, to see her. <laughs> I was like, girl, I ain't just sitting like that. Uh so I'm gonna have to uh go and see her though. I, I like to do a long extended uh, tour. Oh, speaking of money, and we weren't speaking of money, but 
I believe the Powerball is a billion dollars. I could use that. You know, the, the more that I think about a billion dollars, the more I'm like, that would just ruin my life. <laughs> it, would, it would just ruin my life because I'd have to give up my jobs. I'd have to move. I'd have to be in isolation. I couldn't run the streets. I'd have to, I'd have to give up so much. But, oh, I could gain so much. I would just move to Africa where nobody would be messing with me because ain't nobody going to be coming over there to mess with me about no billion dollars. White folks ain't going to chase me there. They just won't. <laughs> They're not going to do it. So we'll see. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it's a billion dollars. I, I got to check my tickets because I bought some, some random tickets the other day. I was like, I need to go and get these out of my handbag and see what's happening. You know, random random tickets. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want a billion dollars. It would change my life too much. It would, it would, just, it would just make my life miserable. Uh, you know, I'll take a cool couple of million. I, I mean, I could work with a couple of million. It's not going to bother me for a couple of million. A billion dollars, though, I think people would get on my nerves. The, the asking would be so great. And uh, I'd be a prisoner of my own making. And I, I don't want that. I want, I want money to have freedom. I don't want money to be a prison. Do you know what I mean? Because people would be trying to come for you. You know, they'd be messing with your family, your peoples. I was like, ugh, that would get on my nerves. <laughs> It would just get on my nerves. So no, I don't want a million dollars. Just, I mean, I don't want a billion dollars. A couple of million dollars would do me right. You know, a couple of million dollars would do me right. That's what I would like, you know. So I'm just saying, <laughs> but I am going to buy me a, 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 a ticket because I just want to be in the mix of all of that. You know, just want to be in the mix. So it'd be kind of cool to sort of mix it up a little bit. And uh, uh, I'll do that. <laughs> so on Facebook, I follow I Love Tequila. I don't know if you follow I Love Tequila. I Love Tequila. But every day they, they put a little they put a little sign or a little saying, a little meme or something about tequila. So today, <laughs> today it says soup of the day, tequila with ice croutons. <laughs> That's such a best thing. <laughs> I'm so here for it. I'm so here for it. Oh, I see people in bee costumes. Bees are, be, being a bumblebee is a big costume, I think. That's a pretty popular costume. I, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that a great deal. Uh, a bumblebee. You know, it's a little different than just being, your, you know, your ordinary the ordinary wicked witch, you know. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, yeah, no, kids are cute. I see pirate outfits. I don't know if I see anybody in police officer outfits. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Uh, my daughter Brianna went to uh, Lake Compounds for the haunted rides and haunted trail thing she said it was very cold <laughs> i for the life of me do not understand people who go to these haunted things to be scared out of their mind and laugh about it i can't 
I, I just, I don't, I don't like to be scared. I just don't. I don't like walking into dark spaces and having stuff jump out at me. No, I mean, I had a daggone heart attack. So yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, I am not doing that. So, uh, so I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. People like it. They like to be scared. Um, so all that kind of stuff. I don't like it. So, and, and, uh, my kids used to go with their friends when they were in high school. I let them as long as I don't, as long as I don't got to chaperone that mess. I'm good. So, you know, yeah. So yeah, the Powerball, the Powerball, uh, $1 billion, $1 billion. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that is a lot of money. And uh, I'd have a good ass time trying to figure out how to spend it, how to give it away. I, I, I'll tell you that I, I would have a good time giving it away and setting folks up and retire. I would retire uh, my sisters and brother, my sister and brothers. Um, I set up trust for my kids. Uh, I'd be very philanthropic, which I am already, but I'd be super philanthropic. Uh, I will do that. And, uh, and then I would live somewhere out of the United States. I would have to, cause I, I would have no peace here with that kind of money. You know, I'd have to put myself behind bars. So, you know, that would be it. Oh, I, this is a good story. A 70-year-old woman from Delaware hit the lottery twice in one week, claiming two six-figure uh, rewards, $400,000. Now, that is a, do, a lovely amount. That's a doable amount. That's a nice amount. That, that, she's 70. She could do some good stuff. She could go travel. She could take, do something for her kids. Uh, and she could enjoy that money. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, that seems like a good idea. I like that. Twice in a week, she's lucky. So let me go buy a doggone lottery ticket. <laughs> let me commit. Let me commit to a lottery ticket. Let me commit. Oh, God. Ooh, somebody put a snake on this guy. Oh, that would kill me. I would be really mad at somebody if they did that to me. Oh, boy, boy. Ooh-wee. Oh, that's not fun. I don't like people who do that. Like, I don't like people who push people um, into pools. I don't like people who put like snakes on people or, or, or rodents on people. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't find that funny. I think that's mean stuff. Uh, that's mean stuff. I don't like that. So, so you'll never see me do that. Cause that's mean, 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 mean anyway. So 
Yeah, so get your lottery tickets a billion dollars. I mean, you can't win it if you ain't in it. So just, I don't know, if you feel like it, um, buy you a ticket. See what happens. See what happens. See if, see if a billion dollars will change your life. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it could. <laughs> so you don't want a billion dollars, Bob? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so, Harry. Because you know what? I'd have a billion problems. Yeah, don't you think? Um, but a B won't be one. <laughs> I, I'll take the balance. You're, you're down for $400, so just give me the balance if you win. Okay. Oh, you, 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 are you, are you on the morning show with them in the morning at the seven o'clock show? Um, I got on like the last half hour. Mm-hmm. You cheating on me, Harry? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> No, actually, you know, we, uh, our YouTube channel got canceled. Why? Suspended. Because um, they said there was some, um, something said on the morning show that, that was not, not accurate or something like that. I don't know what it was. Really? Like they listened like that? I guess we triggered an algorithm. What did y'all say? Y'all say some anti-Semitic mess? <laughs> no. Actually, they were talking about Black Lives Matter. They were talking about the whole Kanye stuff. Oh. And it got, I think it triggered something. Oh. Well, I don't got no, I don't got no beef with Kanye. Just what I just what I say. He's ours, he belongs to us. That's it. Um, <laughs> he, he'll write his own epitaph. <laughs> Talk about somebody losing a billion dollars. <laughs> oh, he, he's been canceled more than once. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. We, we in a cancel culture right now, Harry. He bounces back. Yeah, he'll be good. all right. You know, he'll come back with something, Harry. Come on. Yeah, and the thing is that they like, oh, he's no longer a billionaire. Now he's only worth $400 million. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, that ain't, that's not going to put him in the bread lines. <laughs> he ain't on welfare. Like, $400 million. Harry, you know what we can do with $400 million? <laughs> yeah. I don't want a billion dollars, Harry, because it, it would just change my life too much. I'd have to give up this show. I'd have to go live someplace where people can't get access to me. I'd have to change my phone number. I couldn't keep the same phone number. I'd have to change all my email. I, it would just it would just be too much. I'd probably treat life the same. I still would ignore my phone. I would still, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, and nothing would change for me. Just my address would change. I just feel like. I just feel like my life would change too much, Harry. The response, the, the pressure, I, I don't cave to pressure, but I think I would be, I'd have to really, before I accept that money, I'd have to set up my getaway before uh, I took the big check. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't get the big check and then come back to Ivy Street because the, the line around the block would be, it would well, just- Well, that's why some much. people don't claim it until the last, you know, few hours. Because they're getting their life together. They're getting yeah. everything in place so that when they claim it, they can just bounce. Yeah. That's, that's the, I think that's the only way you could do that. Yeah. 
because the threats, people would kidnap your family. I mean, it's just stupid stuff that people would do, Harry, that you don't even anticipate. So I don't, I don't want to live with that level of, I don't want to live with that kind of nonsense, you know. I just don't. For me, nothing would change because the people that you know I've surrounded myself with over the years, they'll they'll still be those people. No, it's not. It's those people are fine. I'm talking about the people yeah. who want access to you, Harry, who'll come with right. you and say, you know what, my kid is sick or my grandmother's dying, or can you help me pay my light bill or all that? I mean, it would be it would be that level of stuff. See, that but would, you can't make yourself that available, right? So. I would just, it would be the same for me. I don't make myself available to all of that stuff. So I'd be like, oh, this person asked. I'm like, yeah, it's probably in my 20,000 voicemails that I'm not going to read. Um, listen to, you know. <laughs> I just, I just, I used to think that I wanted money like that, but it would just change my life too much. And, uh, I could do some real good in the world, though. Like if I had a billion dollars, Harry, I could make some inroads. I could make a dent in a lot of things that I care about. You know, I could I could really make a dent in the stuff that I care about. You think? I mean, you know how much money we spent on the stuff, you know, that you care about and everything like that. We there's so much money spent and there's hardly even a dent that takes place, you know. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I. That's the one thing I know that, you know, I would get into philanthropy and everything like that. But uh, but I'll change a few lives. Not a great then, but in, in some people's lives, I would change. I, I hope you help change mine, Harry. <laughs> God, will, God willing, I would. <laughs> I could I could I could use I could use a few dollars. <laughs> So just throw me a few dollars. I don't need the a billion, lot. The billion sounds great. I mean, you see so many people who win a few million and are bankrupt in a couple of years. Well, I know. I, I tell you what I would like to see. I'd like to see a bunch of people win this billion. Do you know what I mean, Harry? Like, I'd like to see a bunch of people win. I, I don't want to see one person win, unless it's me. <laughs> I'll take a slice. I mean, I'm good taking a slice. I don't have to win the billion. I think a couple of people last week won the 10,000 in Connecticut. So if you had a ticket, um, some people won a couple of thousand from that Powerball. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It wasn't me. I had to check my tickets because I, I, I don't, I'm not in the habit of checking my tickets. So I got to check my tickets. I'm yeah, like, I always gonna... did that. Um, that's why I do it digital now, right? Really? Because it literally, makes me check my ticket um when you go and buy it it's like it's just different i if i know what nobody won in connecticut i go well i guess i didn't win you know when i got a, a paper ticket but when you do digital do you trust it i know i sound like a, i sound like a republican now <laughs> I, I don't you know i can't tell you <laughs> um it is legit <laughs> You figure it's legit, but I take pictures of the digital ticket, right? So that once the numbers come out, I can compare it to the initial buy. How do you turn it in when it's digital? Well, I've I've won 
a couple of times, $30 here, $50 there. And I withdraw immediately. So it just automatically comes into my account. Oh, really? Yeah. I doubt it'd be like that if it's a billion dollars. But I doubt yes. it's going to be able to just transfer a billion dollars. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would take a lump sum. I think I, I think I would take the risk of getting the payout over 20 years because you get you get more money that way. Like, I don't know why that would matter, but I'll take the lump. And. Um, you know, this way I, I'm able to divide the estate right there and everything, so I would take care of all of that stuff and then disappear. Where'd you go? You'd have to let me know where you're going. Well, you know, <laughs> disappear, not not totally. <laughs> I, I don't know. I might have to uh, buy a space station. Oh, Lord. That's because you, you, want, you want one anyway. For a getaway, Babs, for a getaway. <laughs> you know, when everybody starts, all of a sudden you see Bezos, um, Elon Musk, who's that other guy? Richard something. Branson. Sir, yeah. Sir Richard Branson. So if, if you see them just suddenly escaping the earth, you want to be able to escape <laughs> the earth. <laughs> I see. I see Elon Musk bought Twitter. He fin- finally it went through, right? And then fired everybody. Fired about 75% of the staff. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting what happens. He he's they, fighting- they already got problems, Harry. They already the hate people, the hate speech people have gone amok, ran amok. Yeah, I I saw that it was um a concerted effort by a group of hackers to to put a whole bunch of hate speech. Because they're trying to make him suffer, but that's fine. Um, but he's privatizing Twitter. Whatever. So we'll see what comes of it. He's he, let's see what he does. I can't say can't criticize him yet. Um, but you know, so I, like I was saying, so I, I I'd want at least a seat on the space capsule. I don't want to go with those people, though. It's leaving the earth. I don't want to go with them. So, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I just want to go. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I would want to. I don't want to see the earth explode from space. <laughs> that's, not what, that's not something I want to see. So I might want to stay. All right, I think that would... I, I don't want to see that either. I know. I would no. I, if if it was to see that, I would just stay. I would just let my, you know, my destiny. You know, space is like heaven to me, Harry. I'm not trying to go with everybody. I want to go with a certain group of folks. I don't know how I could make that happen. Like I, there's some people I just don't want to be on the flight with. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to go with you. No. I don't want to rule with you. No. And I feel that way every time I take an airplane and I see somebody picking their feet or something. Yeah. Yeah, some people start picking their feet. Okay, I, you know what, Harry? <laughs> it's just like... I don't... That is way more than I... It's like, that should be as bad as getting up and yelling bomb. <laughs> you know? Oh, somebody picking their feet on the flight. I'm telling you, they need to raise these airline tickets so that you could you could weed out people 
Because as long as they cheat like that, you're going to get all the people that normally would be on the bus. And they all, you know, there's something about that cabin air. They make them lose their mind. I saw this video, Harry, where the guy ran behind the flight attendants, punched him in the back of the neck. <laughs> and then, and then walks back to his seat and sits down. <laughs> you know what? Flight attendants should be able to have a taser. <laughs> right? As soon it's as like, you start- <laughs> I was like, and it was the other passengers, Harry, that, that tied him up because yeah. the guy got hit in the back of the neck. I, Harry, I'm going to tell you, you know that, you know how they say F around and find out. <laughs> so, so now you're allowed to take zip ties on your, in your luggage, just in case. Just in case you got a <laughs> rowdy passenger sitting next to you. People are crazy. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what it is about airplanes that make people lose their minds. I don't, I don't know what it is. And time and time again, Harry, people get on these flights and they want to fight and carry on. And I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's, it is. It's weird. What makes them braver? <laughs> you know, because if you want to start something, we, we, we were just off the plane. Yeah, we were. We're you just in the airport. Yeah, we could have started. <laughs> Why we, you got to wait till we're on a plane? And you know, hey, when you sit in the airport, you didn't get there 20 minutes ago. You've been in right. there for hours. Right. So if you had a problem, you should have just popped off earlier. Early. <laughs> <laughs> they get on these planes, Harry, and the next thing you know, these people are screaming and they get, I was like, he was just in the airport. What is the matter? It must be something in that air. It's got to be that air or the, or do you know what I mean? Like the pressure in the cabin messes with people's body, you know? Like what? I don't you know. know. I, I don't know. The, for the first time, the last time I flew, um, my ears started popping. Um, I know Karen always had, she used to be like, oh my God, my ears and all this stuff. And I used to be like, what's wrong with you? You know, I've never had that effect. And this time, my ears were popping a lot. Oh, okay. And it was like, is this a new phenomenon? Is it, What's happening? I've never felt this before. Did you feel like you wanted to jump up and beat up somebody? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it is, you know, like, I got to have that little air thing pointed directly at me. You know, like, right on my head. I got to have that air hitting my head. You know, because... If not, I feel trapped. <laughs> you know, so, and I take Karen's there because Karen doesn't like there. So I turn hers as far. Her. <laughs> so it can hit me too. So I'm like one on the side of my face and one on top of my head. Okay, Harry. <laughs> you got to be the coolest cat on the plane. <laughs> yeah, I, I need the air, but I don't know what's wrong with people. I, I'm always, let me tell you though, I, I am the the marshal, the air marshal, because I turn and I'm looking at the plane. You know, I'm always seeing if somebody's going to go crazy because I'm going to be road cop. (laughs) I don't have a badge. I don't have to, you know, adhere to any rules or regulations. I'm going to make a citizen's arrest. (laughs) And it's going to be hard. (laughs) It's going to be a hard arrest. We could do it the easy way, or we could do it the hard way. 
What is your pleasure? So, so perhaps last week, you know, it caught my attention because we're on the radio all the time. Um, a longtime British radio host died on air. <gasps> what? Yeah, he he. They said they suspect that it was he had a heart attack on air. Oh my he, god! He died while while presenting his daily segment on the air. Are you trying to tell me don't do that no more? <laughs> no, no. Please don't have a heart attack on the air, please. I, I don't want to have a heart attack anywhere. <laughs> I know. I know, but isn't it that's so oh my god, that's so I sweet. guess. I know people always like, oh, I want to die by what I love doing. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I want I want to die in my sleep. I do too, Harry. I, I don't want to die seeing something horrific happening to me. Or anything like that, you know. I don't want a slow death. Well, although living life is a slow death, right? Yeah. So, but I don't want to. I don't want to be like in a plane crash and and then got to wait for somebody to rescue me and I'm dying. Like I don't want that. (laughs) And I definitely don't want to be burned alive. I don't want to be burned. I don't want to be pushed off a building or a cliff. I don't want any of that because you know, halfway down, Harry, you're still alive till you hit the. You know, you it happens so fast. The the science of gravity, you know how the how quickly people hit. It's really quick, but I suspect that time stands still <laughs> when you're falling. <laughs> you know, is <laughs> you know, Harry. They just started releasing the footages, the footage of uh, people that jumped off the World Trade Center windows, like people that jumped out of the building from those high floors. Because they they didn't they showed them once and then uh, when they first they uh, when that first happened and then they and then everybody all everybody in the media agreed to not show it anymore because it it was in poor taste but they started releasing them again so you could see people I I don't know I don't know I I think to, I think the fear of being burnt up is greater than the fear of jumping out the window yeah you know I think I would. Would I do the same thing? I don't. I don't think I, don't I would jump be, out the window. I don't want to be burned, though. <laughs> I I can't jump out the window. <laughs> I you know it, that's the thing, right? It's like I I don't. I think I would jump, but yeah, I don't think I would jump. Right? So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> It's like I always wanted to do bungee bungee jumping. I always wanted with, with to try no it. Bungee, right? Right, but it's like no. Every but time that, I but lots of people jumped, Harry. Like lots of people. Yeah, jumped. I know. I know because I I think burning has to be a worse death. Are you dead before you hit the ground? Yeah, you are. When you jump if, from that height, you, yeah. You, so if so, because you're passing out, you lose. Yeah. The oxygen level changes and you're passing out, but it's the initial jump, right? <laughs> like if I'm with somebody, I say, push me, or, you know, push me and I'm going to pull you. I'm going to ha- drag you with me. So, it, you know, you're both scared. You push me and I got your tie, you know, <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> we're both going together. Note to self, do not be in high buildings with oh, Harry yeah. <laughs> under any circumstances. I you know I, or I don't know that's a tough that's a know. that's a tough one Harry 
because people jump because they didn't want to i mean because you know you you know you're gonna die like that's you know it yeah so right just, so so that's just, the thing though but it's it's not something that you're you're choosing life or death you know death is imminent so you're choosing how you die okay so it's a totally different it, it it's a totally different bargain <laughs> i don't, I don't want to jump though i know but you're choosing how so you know burning has to be torturous so yeah, because that that takes that takes some time. Right, it takes some time. So you're reasoning with yourself. This is a better death. Oh yeah, because well you, you lay it out that way. I guess you know. So, but oh my god, it, let me tell you, I was working at the chamber that day, and as I was driving to work, um, I think I was on Temple. Um, I was listening to. I think 96, the, the morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they broke in and said, a plane has just hit. And everything, I was thinking, oh my God. You know, I, I can't wait to go upstairs. I want to turn on the news in the conference room. And then when I sat down in the conference room was when the other plane hit. And it was like, oh my God. You know, I was in in shock and i think i still have ptsd from that day um just sitting there and it was rough for about a month mentally for me because and also i have family working in that area you know in that location actually angel was there that day he was stuck in his building for days Oh man. Yeah. Oh. He was stuck because he lived right he I mean he worked right around the corner and all the stuff that came they told him to just lock down, lock lock themselves there until they were released. Um so I mean they, that day and then Karen's uncle was actually having a union meeting in the World Trade Center that morning. You know and, and he got out. But um so it was it was crazy. Yeah, that was a it was a tough. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was crazy, and I and I was, you know, just watching on TV suffering. You know, because I remember I, you know, me, I I don't remember much, but I was all of the flashbacks came back of taking class trips to the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. So it was just amazing, and my daughter and I were just there the weekend before because I was picking up computer equipment from um, Angel's, the office Angel worked in. They were getting rid. They had just, um, you know, put new new equipment and they were getting rid of an old server, which I took. Mm-hmm. So I, we were just there and I stopped and we took pictures right in front of the World Trade Center because my daughter had never been there. So it was just like, it was just crazy, just the whole feeling at that time. <sighs> yeah. But so so imagine and looking at those people jumping. Yeah. It was just it was just tragic. That's a that's a that's a decision you I, I have to wrestle with that one, Harry. I don't know. I don't know. You you see, you you think that, 
but in your life, you're common sense based. So you would reason your way off the, uh, you would jump. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. I, I know. I, I don't I say, know. I say the same thing. I say I would jump, but probably, I don't know. <laughs> that, that step. I'm going to have to wrestle with that one, Harry, for a little bit. I'm like, hmm. Until that fire is right on you, then. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it would be the smoke in- inhalation first yeah. before you got burnt up. So that would kill you too, right? Like, because you you would have no air. So I mean, except for the people immediately, and because the jet fuel caused basically a, a fireball. So oh, yeah, that yeah. So yeah, so the people who were right around there. Yeah, they're jumping. I think I have to find out how long it takes to die being burnt up versus <laughs> how long it takes to die jumping. Well, I mean, <laughs> just think about it. Have you ever been like sometimes I reach into the oven and my forearm gets burnt? Yeah. You know, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> you know, so just think yeah, about it. Hurts. It. <laughs> it hurts. And it hurts for a while. <laughs> So it's All like right. it's like Karen just um, burnt her face with the uh, curling iron. Oh, that's a terrible feeling. I've done yeah. that too. And she's like, "Oh my god, it burns it!" It's, and I'm like, "Man, how do you do that?" Yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I have no clue, right? <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here. We're back tomorrow. We will ponder this question of the universe tomorrow. <laughs> We'll find another question to ponder tomorrow, Harry. Let's find uh, another one equally similar. It's, a, to it's a good question, though. Jump or don't jump, right? Yeah. That that is. I mean, that's and that's mostly your life, right? Yeah, that's it, right there. If you can answer that question, you you can answer your life. Ugh. All right, goodbye. <laughs> right. Don't cheat on me tomorrow. <laughs> you know, you know, I was trying to come into work today, and I and I felt. Last night, I felt my stomach had issues and everything. And I got dressed and everything. I was about to leave with Karen, and I had to use the restroom. And then I just couldn't get out the restroom this morning. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm staying home. But I, but I was ready to go out the door with Karen. Okay. Well, it is what it is. I, I will be in tomorrow. Uh, all right. So. And I'll try, not, I'll try not to cheat. <laughs> Although I'll be in the studio tomorrow, so they'll be there. So. <laughs> okay. All right. You listen to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm.